Hey, it's me, Stephanie, and this is Sanctioned by Stephanie. And today I have my friend here. We met in class way back when. And then like you weren't on my graduation show. I have no idea why. And I was like, why isn't Patty on my show? Why isn't she on my show? (laughs) Anyway, um, a great improvisational artist as well as now a bona fide stand-up comedian. Put your hands together for Patty Rooney. I remember when I met you and you were so sweet. You were so sweet. And you were like, you're like, hi, hi, how are you? You know, like, and, and it was so funny because it was like the first day I came from fireside being like up all night. You know what I mean? Like I had fireside in until like two in the morning. I couldn't go to sleep until probably about three or four pretty much every one of those nights. And then I got to get up by eight o'clock, throw myself together. Sometimes I just slept in my makeup. I'm just going to be honest. And, And then, but the first day I remember it was a very long night and I came in and I was just like, I was like, well, at least there's one person that I actually like. And it was Patty. <laughs> and it was Patty. I was like, okay, she's from Down River. She's, uh, she's doing improv. You know, like, you know, I was like, all right, good for you for doing stand-up. And look at you now. Ah, it's crazy. When did you actually start doing stand-up? That, that you saw the first. In April, like April-ish, I think it was last year we yeah. took that class? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. No, right? And I remember that day, too, because I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. And I was so relieved. We had a lot of guys, right, in our yeah, class? Yeah, yeah. It was a very dude-heavy class. <laughs> it was a sausage fest. So I saw you, and I was like, and then you were in, you were from Down River, and I was like, okay. Whew, yeah, yeah. Thank God, I just... <laughs> This is this is some relief here. Yeah. And you were like smiling when we had to get up there and like you know how it is. Like yeah. you get up there and, and Bill's nervous. just like talk. Yeah. And you're like, okay, talk about your life. And so you're talking, but you're trying to be funny because you know that's why you're there, but you're also like Yeah, you know, just gabbing. Yeah. And I'm like I was just like a baby deer. Like I didn't know what the heck I was doing if I wanted to do this, but yeah. you were so supportive and just smiling. And, and we would just come up with like you know, like uh, you, you're ta- you were telling your grandmother bit, yeah, and and it was just like, um, hey, wait, you know, we would all throw our little things in, and then it's like you keep forming a bit and forming a bit and forming a bit, and like now, like it's one of your go tos, right? Yes, yeah, and all the time. You were the only person to first like jump in and mm-hmm. say hi and like mm-hmm. comment on what I was saying, and then also give me advice, and yeah. so it was just so nice. You immediately took me under your wing. Thank and you. I, I love you. It means means a lot to me you mean a lot to me that was very um it was a big deal because i was terrified you mean a lot to me too rooney we can be just we're starting off real sun bill bill had me crack it up because he was just like rooney yeah he was like wrap it up and i'm like i know that reference but i have no idea what that reference is from oh my gosh so Uh, what is it from yeah ferris bueller's day off that's it that's Mm -hmm. what it is okay because i'm like i know the reference i can see them saying it in my head but i'm like what is it from okay ferris bueller's day off um yeah so um so uh let's talk really quick mm-hmm. about you missed it but you were a little under the weather <laughs> but that's okay so it's sad. okay but you know what we're coming back and you know what you're coming to the down river yeah. one you oh, gotta I be there gotta represent gotta represent okay so diva cup was this week um and uh i just wanted to say uh shout out to all the semi-finalists um in the diva cup um and shout out to the three finalists uh cliff demarco Visionary Speaks and Toy Too Tall, uh, they did a great job. And uh, congratulations to Visionary Speaks for being uh, the winner of uh, Diva Cup 3 Love Sticks. So what's what's on your mind, Ben? You want to say something? <laughs> no, I was just, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nothing so, right now, no. So anyway, it was a very, very good room, like very, very good night. Uh, so many people stood out. Um, we are going to be doing the next Diva Cup at Parts and Labor Bar on April 8th. Um, it's coming to Down River. Yep. Uh, your judges will be Visionary and uh, and Brett Solferino. So oh that's going to be fun. He was he was my favorite in the first round of the Diva Cup. Uh, I gave him polyamory. <laughs> 
and he went to town with it. Like oh, he, he would have so went five sad. minutes. He would have went five minutes. He it paused was... for like one second, and I was like, "Do you want another top?" And he's like, "Fuck no, we're still talking about stupid polyamory." And I'm like, "All right, all right, keep going, keep yeah. going." It was That's great. So it was a great. It was a great time. Um, so many people came out. Shout out to Standing all the standing room only. All the way to the door. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all the wind up people that followed me from uh, my show with Whitney Naomi at Modern Craft and came out to Diva Cup. That was really cool. Um, and a shout out to yeah, just everybody for coming out. Like I was like, I don't know half these people. Who who are you? My you know? cousin was there. Well, really? And she texted me and just like, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you. And mm. and so she was there, but she was like, oh, that's okay. I'm staying. And I've got a bunch of girls coming and we're going to have a good time. So. <laughs> sweet, sweet. It was such it was such a good time. But um, yeah, so everybody uh, keep an eye out for the next one. It's And the theme is totally 80s. So <laughs> we're going totally 80s with it. So uh, I always encourage everyone to dress up. We had uh, someone in a diaper. Um, Cupid made an appearance. Yep, Cupid, oh Fat Steve from Flint. Fat Steve, aka Cupid. <laughs> that wow. diaper was kind of brownish. Um, oh no! <laughs> uh, we had a devil. We had Death herself, uh, Julia Lebrell. Oh my God, I love, love that. Death. And she showed there. up with a sickle too, and, and homemade just made sickle. Ben it was so real. nervous. <laughs> Ben it was, was like, a saw. A it was a real one. It was she had it. Re- she had a real saw in the bitch. She's a queen. That's that is. And it was attached queen. to a shovel, so wow. it was like double. Double yeah. weapon. <laughs> yeah, she could have killed somebody. Hack you with a sickle and then dug your own grave. I'm like, she's really grave. method acting right now. Really method acting. But anyway, let's get back to Patty. Okay, so we met. We're friends. We do stuff together. Yeah. This, you're 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 downriver family now. So heck yeah. Tell me about yourself growing up. Uh, growing up downriver. Where'd you uh, guys grow up? Um, so I'm from Trenton, right? Which some would argue is nicer downriver, but I don't know if I'd argue. I that. say bougie downriver. I, I people say that, but I they're I, close to the island. Um, I love me. Some Trenton, but I would say we're bland downriver. Yeah, I think. Well, I think that Trenton is, Trenton is nice. It's a very yeah, nice it's area. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not known for like, hey, maybe you sh- we shouldn't move to Trenton. You know what I mean? Nobody's right. saying that. Yeah, totally. So it's probably lots like, of hot properties. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> the only thing happening in Trenton is like people like dropping dogs off at the freaking park and leaving at Elizabeth Park. That's the only like time I've ever had to call <gasps> police in Trenton. Oh no. Yeah, we were at a we had a picnic and somebody left a dog. That's crazy. It was it was horrible because we saw her pull off. She just tied him to like. Wow. Yeah, tied him to like a post. That's wild. (sighs) I had that happen um, when I was living in Kalamazoo. There was a pit bull that was tied to my front door. And uh, thankfully, it was a friendly pit bull. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a baby. But yeah, I had like a final that day for school. And I had to like drive in the rain with a grown pit bull and and (laughs) trying to catch the windshield wipers as i'm like trying to like find it a safe space as i'm going it was chaos chaos chaos. (laughs) crazy what we do to help these animals totally wild um so grew up in trenton yeah grew up in trenton trenton high school yeah okay yeah uh trojan yeah trojan did you do the arts in high school did you do drama i did yep so i i did i did Theater, uh, mostly musicals. I loved singing. Okay. And so um, did Grease, was Sandy in Grease, and um, yeah, loved it. Loved you, say, you say loved singing. Do you still love singing? I do. You do? Okay. I do. It's okay. more uh, just fun and yeah. for me. But I think there was a time when I thought I was going to be like a country western singer. Really? You <laughs> yes. had a Reba moment. I had. Okay. A Reba moment. Okay. Yes. Here's your one chance, fancy. Don't let me down. Totally. <laughs> I let it. I let that down. I let. You let it, it down. Like, I was like, down. I cannot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, are you into country music? I am. I, okay. Yeah. I love. I love country. I love Motown. Um. I like rap. I like R and B. I'm all over the map. But when I was younger. My grandma's from the South. She's from Nashville. Mm-hmm. And she was uh, always really musical. And so that just kind of grew up on that. Okay. And really loved music, really wanted to 
sing or perform in some way. Yeah. When so. I was in junior high is when like 95.5 or 99.5 came out, you yes. know, and like everybody turned from being like, we're into R&B to yeah. we're into country. And I was like, no, I'm sticking with my R&B. Yeah. It's polarizing. <laughs> like People... I love, I only like certain country songs mm-hmm. and I like certain country artists. Like I've always loved Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Always loved her. Absolutely. So, and it, it's not just a like, you can't go wrong with that. No, I mean, yeah, it's not just a figurative thing. I will always love her. Yeah. <laughs> so. She wrote that, and um, oh my gosh, what's the other one she wrote in the same day? She wrote two of her hits in the same day. In the same day, it's crazy. crazy. Um, so you like to you you sing, you dance, yeah. I you mean, act, I, yeah, yeah. Improv and improv. And when you went to college, where'd you go to college? I went to Western. Okay. And I went for creative writing and filmmaking. Okay. And so like my I then I wanted to be a filmmaker and went pretty hard in that direction and got into like film and video and went to school for that and mm-hmm. worked in that area and was that like around the time when the industry was pretty was booming here? Yeah, I I went to college right when the incentives Right, right. Okay. Arrived, and then they were taken away promptly after that. So <laughs> I was like in school, and then they left, and I was like, "Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, what are what am I doing now? You know, right, um, right." But I still had hope. I was like, "I'm still going to do this. I'm still going to be an independent filmmaker, which mm-hmm. I still, you know, am and want to continue doing." Uh, but yeah, that was that was a bummer. Okay, so when did you meet? The love of your life. I met him in high school. In high school. I know. If you would have told me that I would end up with somebody from high school, I would have probably laughed in high school. <laughs> um, that was definitely not my plan. Uh, he is actually a year and a half younger than I am. Mm. Scandalous. Cougar. Yeah. Wow. And um, so he, so we were actually always friends. We had classes together. We sat at lunch together. Never right. thought of him that way. He was a very scrappy-looking uh, man. I'm, Individual. That's a, that's a kind term. He was had super long hair down to his shoulders. Oh. He was kind of like a greasy band boy. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we were always friends. And then I went off to my first semester of college, mm-hmm. and that was when Facebook had just started. Okay. So he got a Facebook because he wanted to talk to, talk to me. And his first, he thought the status was the search bar. Yeah. And so he typed in Patty Rooney, and that was his status for a little while. <laughs> well, so, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Sounds just like my my grandmother and great aunt when we taught them how to Facebook. Truly, truly. Um, and then I, uh, my sister is in the same grade as him, or was, and so I came back for a band concert, and he was there, and he like had cut off all his hair, and mm-hmm. he like. Thought I was coming to see him too, which I was there for to see my sister. Right, and then uh, like he came up and introduced himself to my parents, which is a very bold move. Wow! And he was like, "Hi, Mister and Mrs. Rooney. I'm, a, I'm a friend of your daughter's." And they were like, "Oh, okay. Who's this guy? I'm a like, friend of your daughter's?" <laughs> and I was, it was just like a very bold trying move. to get into her pants, <laughs> 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 trying to make her mine. So yeah, and I'm gonna then, put a ring on it. Yeah, he that's that's how it happened, and he was like, "Let's date," and I was like, "No," and <laughs> it kind of went back and forth that way for a couple months until we could not deny that we were dating. Okay, and that that's kind of that's that's okay. how it happened. That's how it happened. Yeah, man. <laughs> Props to Perry for being so like, like, um, <laughs> like just take the step forward there with that, you know, like he did. Yeah, it was. That's a daddy move, Perry. It was. It was I was daddy so move. impressed, and I asked him about it because he's not really. If you know him, he's like the sweetest. He's the sweetest. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's he, not a he's not an aggressive person. No, not yeah. even in the slightest. So I'm like, how did that happen? Like, why did you do that? And he was like, I don't know. I, I was on mushrooms. I had nothing <laughs> to lose. <laughs> I was on mushrooms. <laughs> he was actually very. Very anti-drugs at the time. So Very like, anti-drugs yeah. at the time. <laughs> at the time. Straight edge. Straight edge. Straight oh, edge man. Boy. Wearing the dare t-shirt to school every mm. day. Judging all of his, <laughs> all of the people at school. No, I'm just D- kidding. Totally. That's what, that's what my straight edge kids were like. No. Um, that's the way it was. <laughs> it really was. It really was. I mean, like we had we had Ronald and Nancy Reagan telling us when, like, in elementary school, you got to stay off of drugs, and like people are gonna offer, are you, gonna drugs offer you drugs all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, it's not. And why? Nobody offers me drugs ever. I know. 
They still don't for me. That's, no, why, like, I, that's I mean, why I make jokes about it. I mean, like, <laughs> like somebody will be like, hey, you want an edible? And I'm like, yeah, yeah that'll last for like, what, two hours? <laughs> you know, I'm like, right. this isn't really drugs. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so anyway, so you meet you and Perry, you get together. Mm-hmm. And um, when do you guys get married? We got married in 2016, so that was after seven years. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Dang, that's longer than me and him. We've waited five. Yeah. Yeah, I had yeah. to wait for five for her. <laughs> yeah. So seven years. But you guys were really young, too. Yes, that's this a big, is true. That's a big deal right. with it, for sure. Yeah, and I now looking back, I was like, oh, my gosh. 2016, we were... Like, at the time, I was like, we're so old waiting to get married. And then now I'm like, God, we were so young. young. How stupid. How old <laughs> Just, were you at the time? Um, I had, so my birthday is the day after our anniversary. So oh. I was technically 25, and then I turned 26. 26 the next yeah. day. <laughs> Look at you setting that up so he never forgets. <laughs> He'll be like, I've got a plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good setup. That's a good setup. He's not going to forget that. No. So um, in all of this, where did... Uh, Where'd improv come in? Well, this is funny. So I was doing sketch comedy well before improv. Okay. So I started writing sketch comedy. Okay. And then performing sketch comedy. And then I was doing it all the time at Planet Ant. Like I got sucked in completely and was doing like weekly shows and um, writing new material all the time. And then they, Planet Ant has a thing called the farm team. Mm -hmm. And that's like a hybrid of... Like, now it's even more ex- expansive with production stuff and everything. Right. But it used to be improv and sketch. And in order to try out to do sketch, you had to do improv. And I was terrified of improv. I was right. like, I could never do improv. And But we had to, like, audition and just go up and do it. And I did it. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Right. I was nervous about it, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's terrifying when you first do it. I was so scared before hip-prov. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, I was like, I it li- literally, like, we were talking about the kids. And he's like, you sound like you're nervous. Like, what? are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know if I can rap, man. Like I go, I, I can rap other people's words, but I don't know if I can rap my own words. You and know, see, that's a whole other level. Yeah, of no, improv. yeah, that is yeah, like, no, that, like, I don't know if I could do that. That's and, and, like, and you know what? It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I thought I did okay. So, but um, heck yeah. But like, I I love the the improv part of uh like like with Diva Cup how we do the fishbowl and everything totally. too. So like that's that's really that's really really fun. Um, but uh. So during all this, what made you like realize you were funny and funny enough to do stand up too? Yeah. Um I'm still wondering if I'm funny. <laughs> uh come on, girl, yeah, have some confidence. I uh so I took I this is true. I took the Ridley's class because I wanted to write be better at writing jokes. Cause I want to write for television and film. And I was like, I need to figure out how to like write some solid jokes mm-hmm. with punchlines and setups, and I, I just want to get better at that. Yeah. So that was kind of my initial thing, but Perry is really into stand-up. Okay. And so when things started loosening up for the pandemic, we would go to Detroit Shipping Co. to watch okay. the 313 shows. Okay. And I just was like, I love this, but mm. I still thought I couldn't do it. Right. And then, I don't know, I just, I was like trying to get Perry to sign up for classes, which is actually what happened with sketch too. I was like, you should do sketch writing. And then I'm like, wait, am I talking about myself? Like, maybe I need to do this. Right, right. I'm like, this is some psych- <laughs> psychoanalysis. You're putting it on, on you. myself. Codependency. Codependency. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> I and, mean, uh, it is. So and you get it. Yeah, you got to like curb it sometimes. Um, and then I'm like, I'll just sign up. What the heck? I'll just sign up. Yeah. And then, and then I'm, yeah. Yeah. And then I got like solid feedback and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe... Maybe I can do this. This is kind of like a sketch improv hybrid stand up. It really is. And I was like, okay, I get both of those things. So maybe I can do stand up. If I can do these two, then right. maybe it can happen. So definitely. That's kind of. So when you um, started doing stand up, like who encouraged you? Perry for sure. Yeah. Well, what was really funny is I was walking on eggshells a bit with him because he loves stand up. Like, he is a true. F- like fan of the art like he deep dives into podcasts he understands joke structure he's so witty he's so funny and I I, it was a long time love of his Mm -hmm. so I kind of was like it was like coming out almost like where which is funny because a couple years before that 
he had kind of come to me and said, hey, I want to like, get into filmmaking, which right. had always been kind of my thing. thing. Yeah. And so it's a weird dynamic when you're like, I don't want to overstep here. Like, I want to be cognizant of your feelings. Mm-hmm. But he was like, heck yeah. You abs- Go for it. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely should do it. Um, but, and he warned me, he's like, you got you to gotta do it. Like, yeah. don't, like, the best thing about him is he's, He's a realist. Like, he never bullshits me. So he was like, if you're going to do this, you got to hit mics all the time. You got to write all the time. You got to be prepared. It's going to be hard. You're going to bomb. You're going to, like, he he was the one who told me all that. Well, I respect the hell out of him for that because that's that's the one thing is like. I like him. Yeah. Like, I like him. He deserves. The one thing is in our, in our class, who did I see at an open mic that, like, during our class, you know how many open mics I was going to? Just Patty. Just Patty from our mm. class. Wow. Like, to be completely honest, it's yeah. just Patty. And then I would see, like, a couple other people float in. You yeah. know, like, a couple, like, um, I, Sarah Markey was in our class for a minute. Like, she would, she, I oh, seen yeah, her, started yeah. seeing her at, she would come out She's to mics and stuff. She's coming to stuff now, too. Yeah, you know, she, she was a semifinalist at Diva Cup. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah, Good. she did, she was, she was really funny. Awesome. It was really funny. But, like, she was, I remember her, and then, um. But nobody else from our class. I know. Yeah, that's true, oh, actually. Oh, Colin. Uh, oh, no. Sorry. Connor. I want to oh, say. Oh, Connor. Connor. Connor Lutzik. Yeah. Uh, he, him for sure. Uh, Connor LaCroix <laughs> is what yeah. I call him. Because yeah. I'm like, I can't ever He's say your name. He's so funny. Super funny. The Johnny Depp impersonation is uh, cute unreal. as hell. Yeah, I love it. I and love he's it. such an unsuspecting person. Person to, to be do that. that. He looks like Justin Timberlake, he like does. bald Justin Timberlake. Oh my gosh, he does. That's yeah. really funny. But I mean, like, but honestly, like, you, her, and him are the only three people from that class that I ever see out, you yeah. know, anymore, like at all. So it's like, and then like Patty will pop up. <laughs> if you're down river, Patty will pop up at Grizzlies and be like, boo, what's up, Steph? <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, oh shit, Patty's here. What's you up? You never know when I'm going to drop it's, in. It's, it's funny random. because I haven't been seeing you a lot because, uh, um, yeah, you've been doing your murder, your, uh, big fun murder. Yes. Yeah. So tell everybody about that. Absolutely. So big fun murder is a completely improvised murder mystery show and uh, it was conceptualized by Keenan Mullaney. Shout out to Keenan. He is brilliant. He's been wanting to do this show forever. Okay. And um, so it's never the same show twice. Okay. The only thing that is predetermined is the host, who is also the victim of the murder. Okay. So they are a ghost. And basically, it's going back, the show is going back in time to the day that they were murdered and figuring out. Who did it? Okay, so it's like Clue. It is, but it's, also Ghost. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like this. Clue, but also Ghost. Totally. And also um, improv. Yes, it so is. So you're wild. getting suggestions from the audience. Yep. It's so, awesome. So they come out and they introduce the show, and then they ask the audience, like, wow, you know, I was murdered. Where was I murdered? How was I murdered? There was an object there. What was the object? And so right. the audience gives us those clues. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the cast comes on and introduces themselves as these suspects or characters right. that we just come up with off the top of our heads. Okay. And then we have so to not, create So no show is ever the same. Never. Never yep. the same. It'll never be the same thing twice. Do you guys record them all? We just... Okay, so I we did record the last two. Okay. And I'm, the, I'm murdered in one oh, of them. Oh, okay. So all right, very, cool. I'll have to send it cool. to you because it is that ridiculous. I want to see this. I yeah. do. We can go. Like, yeah, like, honestly, this, this, this will is, be fun to go to. Like, Cherie's like been murder. a couple times. Yes. I like murder mysteries, yeah. so this is cool. Yeah. The retention is good. People are coming it back mixes to it. The bolt. Yeah, I like it. Um, okay, so let's get back to the interview because <laughs> we plugged your we're, show. We're getting right? excited. We're, we're getting too excited. Again. We're going to keep plugging. We're going to keep plugging the hell out of Patty Rooney. <laughs> um, uh, la- next, uh, next thing on the list is who are your influences in comedy? Like, were there people that you've mm-hmm. seen in comedy that you, like you said, Perry's a big fan, but were you a big fan of stand-up? Um, I... I was, you know, but it was hard for me to find, like, who I aligned with. Like, I liked people, but I I don't, I think the reason why I was, like, not sure if I could do it was it took me a minute to find people who I was like, okay, I get this. Like, yeah. I understand. Like, I, I love Mike Birbiglia. Mm-hmm. He's a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's great. Michelle Wolf. 
When oh, I, my God. <laughs> when I first saw her, I was like, I mean, just everything about her. She was so unapologetic, and her joke writing was so tight. Yeah. I had never seen just, like, a woman popping off like that yeah. in rapid fire and with no mercy. and But in, like, a sweet – like, she's got, like, a sweet demeanor, so she can kind of do it, and then – you're kind of like, wait, what just happened? You yeah. know, yeah. Um, I really like Beth Stelling uh, right now. And I, who I'm obsessed with is, um, and I hope I don't murder her name, is Steph Tolov. Okay. Um, she recently did a short set with on Bill Burr's Friends Who Kill. And I saw her and I was crying. Like, yeah. she was so, and I'm nothing like her. Like, my comedy is completely opposite, I would say. Yeah. But... I just was blown away. She was so physical and gross and hilarious. And I had never just everything about her. I was like, I know who you're talking. And she's so funny. Like I see her clips on, on uh, uh, TikTok all the time. She just like pops them off. It's just Mm -hmm. like insane. Mm -hmm. And, um, so funny and brassy. Yeah. Um, so, Growing up, though, like oh, yeah. anybody, yeah, like, um, and it doesn't have to. Like, I always say, like, who are your influences? Comedy, because, like, I mean, like, you're an, you're an, you're an actor, you're an improv artist, you do every, you know, you're doing a lot of different things. So it can be, it can be an actress, yeah. actor, you know, anybody that's comedic, that, totally, that stood out to you, Kristen Wiig, absolutely. I mean, just her character. I get that so much from you too. Like, you're, oh. like, you guys have a. Very I am getting similar, a Kristen Wiig vibe from her. <laughs> I am totally similar energy. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Gosh. Um, yeah, I just was like, just a weirdo, uh, not afraid to be just absurd. That was, it was great. And, um, this is a, this is an oldie, but a goodie, uh, and I'm probably going to butcher this name as well, but, uh, Rosalind Russell. Um, Uh so old film star in His Girl Friday. Okay. And she just like, some of these older, like old Hollywood actresses, comedic timing, unreal. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't really think of it as that because it's an old movie. So you're watching it for the yeah. story. But like the comedic timing and the dialogue and the faces and the delivery, like Betty Davis, like there's so many. Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that's comedy. And yeah. th- so those are some big ones that I don't think. And, and Carol Burnett. I oh, mean, for sure. Huge. Uh, <sighs> greatly impacted me as well. So. Um, yeah. Who'd you like on? Who was your favorite friend on Friends? Oh my, okay. Because I'm like, I know that's your generation, so. Okay, so I did not watch the show until a few years ago I watched the whole thing. Okay. So I was late to the game on this. I just, I'm really. But you were into it, I can tell. Well, okay. And this is weird because we're having a moment like you had when you first (sighs) met JD and I'm totally reading you right now. Well, I don't know because I just like listened to a podcast about Matthew Perry and I'm a little jaded about the show at the moment. Okay. Like, I just found out some, like, bad stuff about him. Yeah. Gross. I watched that stuff, too. Um, I was like, no. I was like, dang it. I don't want to know some of your thoughts. Like, it was about his autobiography. I'm like, why do we have to learn about who you are? Just be Chandler. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm taking that stance with R. Kelly's music, and I'm taking that stance with these guys. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's tough. So, obviously, Phoebe... Yeah. It's just... Right? I mean, I mean all the... People say I'm Monica all the time. Oh, my God. I love it. And I see it. (laughs) I I love Monica. I'm the host. I'm the host. (laughs) Underrated in the show. Like, Phoebe does get a lot of the love for being funny, but... But Monica freaked out a lot and was so funny when she... And she she dated Tom Selleck, too. Oh, God. God love her. I mean... (laughs) And it was her friend's dad. How hot is that? Tom Come on. Selleck transcends generations of women, by it the way. Does. And especially downriver women. Truly. I'm my mom kidding. was like, Tom Selleck. And then I started watching Friends and I was like, Tom Selleck. There's two men wow. that downriver women get down to. And it's Tom Selleck and Harrison Ford. Girl. 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 <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Harrison Ford and oh. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Sorry, I'm and, not on board with that no, one. No, but I, but I, but I, back in the day, back Wild in the Bill. back in the '90s, they, everybody was like, they were, they they were, were obsessed. All, all the Downriver Democrats were obsessed with Bill. They love the Wild not Bill. Kidding. Um, so, besides your influences, <laughs> who makes you laugh? Like in the scene here. Oh wow! You can name names. 
Oh, gosh. So many people. And you don't have to say so many. You, I, do you want me to limit you to a, a certain oh, number? No? Um, okay. I have so many people. So, okay. like, I, I, yeah, maybe limit me. How many can I say off the top of my head? Maximum six. Maximum six. Okay. Um, Emma Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a fantastic new joke. Oh, I know. Jeez, <laughs> um, you probably yeah. It's just like I'm obsessed with it. Um, yeah. Uh, oh gosh. Um, so many people. This is gonna be hard. Um, uh, Brett Hayden. Uh, oh yeah. Just super funny. Yeah, very funny. Uh, you know I love Jake Russell. Oh he's God, my, yeah. Uh, he he's like Jake. Oh, Jake. I'm biased. <laughs> he's just my. Great friend. After the after the Detroit LA <laughs> finals, I walked into Trixie's and I was like, Jake was robbed. And they all thought Jake was really robbed, but I was like, he was robbed in the competition. So funny. And 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 they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, yeah. what happened? And I'm like, he like he I thought he should have won. I really thought he should have won the competition. He was so good that night. He came in with the attitude that you never get from him. Totally. He was he was awesome. The the only other time I've seen him be so much like more boss on stage than that night was uh, Birth of a Ho Ass Nation. Oh, so, amazing! Such like, a good show. Uh, I'm gonna bring up another person, Ned, because he brought up yep, Ned Rice, Jake on your uh, podcast, and he yeah. said he's gonna be a star, and I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ned, like I I had not I'd seen Ned do some open mics, mm-hmm. but I like. I saw him at the Independent the other night, and he just murdered. Yeah, he not only came with his stuff, but he was like doing some crowd work, and like I was like, my mind was blown, and I have not stopped thinking about that set. And it was at the, it was like, it was at uh, an open mic at the Independent. Like it was yeah. no, it was totally unsuspecting, and I think that's what was so insane. And how about good it. it was! Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, you're just like he came in and just used everything in the room. Mm-hmm. And it was like true craft. I was like, I can't even. Yeah. I don't know how you're doing this, but I want to know. Right, it's right. So freaking cool. Teach me the way, um, Uncle Nettie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Brett Mercer. I hell yeah, yeah. Fucks with Mercer. He oh, he's such a great joke writer. So funny. Um, he's like a. I hate. I don't want to like diminish, but like he just his, his the the savviness of his jokes remind me of like. A smarter Seinfeld. Yes. You know oh, what I, I would, mean? I would, I would, I would totally get on board with that. Very statement. much more intellectual Seinfeld. He is. Yeah. And sometimes I think audiences don't appreciate him. No, no. Which is kind of funny. And he like, does a good Seinfeld impression too. I've oh, heard him do I it before. Have to yeah. Ask about this. I've heard him do it before because he was like something about airplane food one um, time. I'm going to say one more who I saw. I, there's so many people. I just want to keep yeah. talking about everybody um but melanie i saw at a show at ridley's with a fantastic lineup but she just like knocked them all out of the right it was like unfair she just came up there and killed in a way that i was like this is a little unreal yeah i was like like, i look at i look at melanie hearn she'll steal the show she stole it she stole it i look at melanie hearn i look at t-barb i look at um Josh Adams in this, all the three of them all in the same way, and Boogie Williams, I will put him in that. And like I look at them all in the same way, like they will come in and they will take every single thing in that room mm-hmm. or people in the. I mean, that, if this lady has a heart purse, we're gonna get a whole thing about it. You know what I mean? Like yes. if if you're sitting there with your toupee yep. and it's obvious, like I'm pretty sure someone's going to flip your wig. Somebody's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, like, they're coming you for you. They're coming for you. And and I think I feel like the four of them are really really good at that. Um I do I do think that there's a lot more people really messing with uh with crowd work a lot now. Yeah. So it's like so now it's like but but they all have it's so funny because they know how to blend their material, mm-hmm. their their actual material that they've written yeah. with the crowd work and make the material part of the crowd. It's and so that's, impressive. That's the best thing about yep. all of that. Like like I I I love that about about her. Like, oh those those comics though do it the best, in my opinion. Like yep. here right now. I mean, you might change my mind later. Somebody somebody else fuck it up. <laughs> so Yeah. But um, all right, so we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with more of Patty Rooney.
Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, the Downriver Diva presents Diva Cup 4 at Parts and Labor Bar in Melvindale. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. And our theme is totally 80s. One of your judges for the night will be this woman right here. The yes. winner of Diva Cup 3. Visionary Speaks. Come on, ho, I want to dance with somebody. Yes, baby, come on out. It is I, the diva queen extraordinaire, comedian Visionary Speaks, winner of the Diva Cup 3, baby. (laughs) We need you to come on out, come on out, come on out. We are having this Diva Cup 4 80s edition, baby. Come out in your flair and 80s do wear, okay? We want to see it the house down, baby. Put on the looks, put on the wig, put on the pants with the floats. All right, let's get the shoes with the boats. All right, let's do the things, honey. Come on out, Diva Cup number four. Four. (laughs) We are doing the most... And it is going to be a great night. Please come out. It is 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Parts and Labor Bar on April the 8th. Uh, I will be in my most uh, Madonna attire. (laughs) So please, like a virgin. All right. We're going to take your virginity with this improv comedy competition. All right, people. So make sure you come out and make sure you support everything with DRD Entertainment, the Downriver Diva. Thank you. And come out to Diva Cup 4. See you. See you there. All right. So we are at the second half of the show where we do the unsanctioned seven. Patty. Yeah. What are they going to be? I thought you were going to do it. The unsanctioned seven. You just caught me off guard. You should do a little (laughs) talk before we do it. Wow. You just like, bam, let's get right to it. We talk a little bit during it. Yes. Yes. I'm going to give her some funny ones. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> the Unsanctioned 7, the seven random questions that we ask every guest here on Sanctioned by Stephanie. Um, they might be repeated. They might be duplicated. But you know what? We never get the same answer. And you know what? The, we only have like three listeners anyway. So first first no, question. No, we don't. We're on 13 countries. Okay, I'm going to give all the details now. I'm a listener. Yes. Thank you, Paul Pipitone, for getting the Philippines <laughs> on board. <laughs> That's what one of the thirteen. That's one of the thirteen. <laughs> Paul Paul Pipitone is like the the new the newest craze in the Philippines next to karaoke. Oh, <laughs> I love that so much. But it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And he and he brags about it. I love that too. That's amazing. Okay, so the first question we have on the unsanctioned seven. <sighs> Let's see see here okay have you ever cheated on a test or exam oh no 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 i'm i'm way too much of a goody goody i i never cheated i just just failed miserably probably (laughs) yeah i I just took my lumps and went (laughs) yeah 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 i really did i you didn't you didn't have like the calculator that you could like type the answers into and stuff no oh man I was too much of a space case too. Like, okay, I was super undiagnosed ADHD. Mm. Like until a couple of years ago. Okay. So okay. I was just. I always was gonna say I was raw dog. <laughs> I was raw dog in life. <laughs> well, it really was. I was raw dog in life, and you know what? Never, never did that ever happen. No. Uh. Um. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> next question. Oh, have you ever had a crush on one of your teachers? Oh, yes. Of course. You don't have to name names. Um but can you yeah. tell us about them? Yeah, I had a I had a, a professor in college who I was like, "Oh, you're a, you're a babe, you're a writer." Mhm. Yeah, and I just think there's like something about the power dynamic where you're like, "Ooh. <laughs> you're an intellectual and you're a professor." <laughs> like in high school, I'm trying to think. I know. And they use that to their advantage sometimes. <laughs> Truly, he yeah. did not, which I think was even hotter. Oh, that's you know what even I mean? hotter, yeah. You're like, "Okay, this will never happen," which makes it hotter. Mm-hmm. You're like, "Unattainability." Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And he'd always like, like, cause we'd have the, it was a, it was a writer's class. So he'd be like, oh, and what, like he like, wouldn't let you talk while people were reviewing your work, which was mm-hmm. kind of kinky. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, and what do you guys think about You're her like, yes, writing? Daddy. And I was like, tell, tell me. 
So his name was Professor Daddy. Professor Daddy. <laughs> Professor Daddy. Professor Papa. That followed the rules. Yeah. That's so hot, though. Yeah, just like. Yeah. Just and like, also breaking the rules is hot. Like, why are we so fucked up, I you know? Because <laughs> it's all the, the 90s rom com. It really is. They're like, this will happen. Yeah. Sure. Gotta blame it on the 90s rom coms. Yeah. I think the so. rom coms. And then, like, I also blame the movie Fear. <laughs> Do you remember Fear with yeah. Reese Witherspoon? Oh my god! <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Because we're all minute. like, because we're all like, he's hot, but he's abusive as hell. You yeah. know, and like, oh, yeah. it's a bad like, combo. It, never been kissed. Never been kissed. But it's that was such. I know, right? Well, but that's what messes up as women. But it was okay at the end because she's the same age, so it all but worked like, out. But, but hey, know, no, this is just really messed up. Yeah. You know? No, and I think like also. You know, you have like weird interactions with some teachers that, as an adult, you look back on and you're like, "Oh, that was inappropriate for him to say something or do something." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not talking about anything traumatic. I'm just right. saying like comments or situations mm-hmm. that were inappropriate. Right. That like went unchecked because right. it was it's- part of the times and <laughs> men went unchecked. Yeah. Like, We're the times are so different, man. Yeah, you <laughs> like could the, not get away with this. Stuff the times are so different. Like, like. Like, you'll get down, like, a, a, a TikTok rabbit hole of, like, clips, and you're like, oh, my God, did they just say that slur? And yeah. it was on TV when I was a kid, and oh, we yeah. watched that. Yeah, like, totally. it, it's kind of wild. It's kind of wild how much things have changed. Um, Okay, next question. Let's see here. What's your... Well, let's see. Nope. Yep, what's your go-to good vibe song? Other than sign, seal, deliver. Oh my gosh! Um, I have one right now, so I'm constantly changing it. It mm-hmm. changes all the time. There is a song called uh, "The Contender," and it just kind of fits the vibe of stand up. Like, okay. And it, uh, I think it's by the Dip or the Drip. I think it's called the Dip. I can't remember. Oh. But that's what you're into yeah. right now. Yeah. That's your vibe song. It's kind of like slow, but mm-hmm. um, that one, this is totally opposite. It's either that one or 100 miles an hour by uh, Logic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah, like a whole Yeah, that gets me hype. Yeah, you comics and your hype songs. Like, I love, like, yeah, I'll listen to some Nikki. I mean, like, this yeah. one right here and her hype songs, I'm like. I, this, I would not consider this a hype song, but it gets her hyped. I'm okay. Like, what was I? Was what was I playing before Diva Cup? I started playing Drake. Drake. This um, is Drake. I mean Eminem. Eminem. I, I, you cannot deny that that's gonna get you excited. Yeah, yeah but but uh, but like uh, I love that song. It's like Drake and Eminem. It's like a bunch of people on it mm, forever. I know what you're talking. Yeah, yes, and yes, it's yes. like I may not mean nothing to y'all, but nothing was ever done for me. Like I I get into that because yeah. I'm like I want this shit. Like, right before I go on stage, I'm like, I want this shit forever. You know, totally. like, yeah, yeah. I, get, I got you. Yeah, so same. I like I like that. Katy Perry, part of me. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid, but it's so... I, I lost my weight with that song. I'm not kidding. I was like, I'm going to show all these motherfuckers I'm going to be skinnier than yeah. I could ever think I was going to be. Yeah, that was on a repeat. You need yeah. those. Like, yeah. You got those songs that just hit you at your core, and you're like, this is going to motivate the hell out of for me. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um... Who is the smartest person you know? Ooh. Um, you know, uh, it's kind of a tie. Okay. I, but they're both, sm- they're smart in different ways, and it's no wonder. So I'd either say Perry mm-hmm. um, or my dad. Uh, they're both, which is funny that I kind of married a man that's a lot like my dad, which is fortunate because I, I love my dad, and he's a good dude, and... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're both very smart in different ways. In different ways. Is your dad more of a hands-on kind of guy? He is. Yeah, yeah. He's a really great at reading people. Mm-hmm. Actually, both of them are very similar in the way that they can read people like like nothing. It's it's wonderful. That's and cool. Frustrating at times, but but yeah. But they both have streets. I would say they have like street smarts, but they're and. Perry especially is just like an intellectual, but also has a bit of an, a secret edge that I don't think people really know. So okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say both of them. All right, cool. All right, let's see here. Money can't buy happiness, but what can it buy? <laughs> Travel. 
travel. Oh my gosh. At, what do you want to put? Like, you know, if you were to get a little bit of money, what would you, you would just put it into like traveling a lot? I think so. Oh, I would, I would, I mean, it depends on how much money we're talking about. I'd love to like. Let's just say like five grand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably travel. Yeah. Yeah. Probably travel. I, I would love to like get enough money to pursue all of the art that I'm working on full time. Backing? And not have to do another full You want to get a Kickstarter going? Let's do this. Girl. I mean, I'd love to get to the point where I could like quit my day job and do comedy full time. Okay. That's what we all want. That, that's what everybody yeah. wants. That's what everybody but wants. We have to work. So we have to make that money. Money stuff. <laughs> to make money. Uh, what number are we on? Number six. Okay. What is your favorite food? Oh, this is so hard. Mm, or love, we could just say your death row meal. How about that? God, I love food so much. So you can put all kinds of stuff on it. Okay. Oh, okay. What? So let's do death row meal. Fuck. Um, gosh, you know, I really love, I really love uh, Indian food. Okay. Um, like a tikka masala was real good. I don't know. I'm never disappointed by yeah. that situation. Um, a chocolate croissant. They're so good. I it's stupid, and the love that they are made like you, the effort that goes into a real croissant. Mm-hmm. It's an orgasm in your mouth. Truly, mm-hmm. it is the delicacy of a croissant. Have you ever had the infused with the, the chocolate? Yes, I have. Oh my I, god! I remember I had a cronut one time. I was like, "Oh my god, this is heaven." It's on. Un, it's unwell, <laughs> but like and they put chocolate on but it. You, but you eat it. There's a place yeah. by our house that has them, and it's a dangerous it's game. Dangerous, dangerous. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I also I I love a seafood, any kind of seafood. That's my thing. I'm not. A You're not a seafood person. person. No, not which at all. Which is fortunate because Perry isn't either. So we're never disappointed. By Are you each a meat other, eater? Is, I am. You do. I love a steak. Actually, you love a steak. Perry's making me steak tonight, so oh, I'm really sweet, excited sweet. about that. I'm I like, love a steak. All right, Perry's getting ready to be inducted into <laughs> the Real Housewives of Comedy of Detroit. Oh, Truly, he's, he's, yeah. he's doing I'm getting a, a group together. <laughs> the Real Housewives of Comedy. <laughs> of Detroit. That would be a really fun show. Yeah, we're um. going to have t-shirts and everything. <laughs> All right, so your last question. What do you like doing better? Improv or stand up? Stand up. You do. I'm addicted. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm. I. I knew it from the first time I met you. I was like, this girl really wants to do this. Like, she really wants to. And and it was funny because yeah, <laughs> you like probably knew before me. I kind of right? knew you, you wanted were, to do you it. Were like, like mm, she's gonna get sucked. Like, in. she's gonna do it. She's gonna do it. Yeah, I love it. Stand up so much. Oh my god! I. How much do you write? Uh, pretty often. I would say. Daily, I tweak. I don't want to go as far as to say daily, I write because mm-hmm. that feels very strong, like a strong statement. But, but you're modifying things, yeah, and changing constantly. stuff constantly. Yeah. That's what you do. You listen to your sets a lot. Um, you know what's weird? I don't. I I want to more because it's helpful. Like mm-hmm. I just did this week a lot because for whatever reason I was like trying. I've got. I had like three new things, which was very weird. Mm-hmm. that I wanted to work on, and one I trashed immediately. Not because it didn't go over well, but it was, like, hack. And he, I was like, right. that, it, like, went well, but I was like, but it didn't feel like it was my right voice. Right to you. Yeah, yeah no, I, yeah. <laughs> I had a couple weird. people say um, to me, like, a lot of times, like, I, I come off as if it's not my voice. And there are some, there is some bits that I have that are, like, uh, they're fabricated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my hot gyno bit is completely fabricated. Yeah. I wasn't in love with my gyno. My the chick sitting next to me in the waiting room was. It's still the greatest you know? story ever. Because <laughs> yeah. I witnessed it. It was great. It but was I, me- I remember I performed it one time somewhere and I just wasn't like I wasn't feeling it, you know? Yeah. And then they were just like it was so unauthentic. And I was like, Whoa. You just called me unauthentic. Like that was shitty to me, you know. And I was yeah. like, "This is this is my bit," you know. But then I think about it, and it's like now that I, when I do write, I try to write more authentic to my life, totally. you know, completely more, not just like a kind of like, "Oh, this is a funny story, and I'm going to fabricate it." Yeah, and I you think know? you want to write what's funny to you too. Absolutely. And I, I think that's what I did, and I normally don't do this, so it was very weird. I wrote like a topical thing, mm-hmm. and. I didn't think it was funny, but it was like a proper, like, properly, it was like 
a technically okay joke. Mm-hmm. And it did well, but it, it kind of made the rest of my set fucked up. Because right. it sounded not like me. So then I think mm. people got the wrong impression of who I was. Right. And then it kind of put a weird vibe on the rest of the set. So I was like, I got to get rid of this. This is not working yeah. for me. Yeah. But then there was some other stuff where I was brutally honest about something tragic that happened to me. Right. And people were like cracking up. Right. And I was like, okay, I guess maybe I was just telling this tonight yeah. for fun to, for, to like to so, see what happens. So I wouldn't cry about it. Yeah. And then. I'm like, maybe this is in my set forever now because people really it. I always, whenever you try those stories like that, I always call it, I always call it throwing the pasta on the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Just to see if it works. Totally. You know, just throwing the pasta on the ceiling to see if it works. And, and, and nine times out of ten, if you really have a good idea, you can make it work, especially yeah. if it's authentic to your life. You know, like, right. I mean... My closer bit right now is the whole uh, talking about Scoochie on the coochie. And I say my son sat down and said, uh, Mom, what'd you do all day? And I told him, I said, I slung my ass on an old Impala <laughs> off a six-mile road. And I'm like, in front of a Captain J is underneath Jormana herself. Oh, my gosh. And She's always watching. And Truly. my son says to me, but Mom, did you make it clap? <laughs> and this is a true story. This is a true story. Absolutely 100% true. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm tired as hell because I had to white girl throw it back and I didn't know how to do it. <laughs> like, and I was exhausted. This kid and comes he, up with some good stuff. He's this like, kid. But did you make it clap? Kids are unfiltered. <laughs> They're so fun. And brilliant. It's wild. It's wild. So why don't you go ahead and uh, plug uh, anything you got coming up? I know you got a good little schedule ahead of you here. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think. Do you want me to bring it up uh, and I'll start just naming out yes, dates? Okay, should. like let's just do this. Yeah. Yes, because the fans are going to want to go out and see her. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Where Especially is the it? ones in this area. There's a bunch of stuff with everybody. Okay, where is your list? Here we go. February shows. All right, so 12, 2-13. You're doing Max in East Lansing. Yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow and night. Crunchies. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and then uh, I'm going to Canada on Tuesday. Okay, so, yep, uh, you're going to Craft Heads yes, in then, Canada. That's nice. It's right off the tunnel. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Yeah. And I did not realize it was Valentine's Day. I'm like, I'm sorry, Barry. I gotta <laughs> go do this. And he's, and he's like, really? And I'm like, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. <laughs> go to Canada like, together. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he like craft beer? He does, but our dog is also having dental surgery, so he might. Stay oh, jeez, you yeah, really, it's a lot. you I really messed know. up your Valentine's Dude, Day. You're telling me. <laughs> Just get him a chocolate croissant. And, and then right. on the fifteenth, <laughs> on the fifteenth, uh, you have the showcase at, uh, at Mark Ridley's for your advanced comedy class. Yes, I hope people right. come because that'll it'll be good, and I'm doing new stuff. So all right, and then you're gonna do beggars in uh, East Lansing at the end of the month on the twenty third. Yeah. All right, cool. This is the first time I've ever read anyone's schedule for them, but um, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. She's like, I have no idea what I'm doing, where I'm going. You have a lot this week, though. That you had a busy great. week. And last week was busy too, so I'm like, this is. I swear, you it's go, just the man. way it fell. Yeah, and then like it's quiet after. Do it. Get yeah. out there. That's why yeah. I'm like, I'm kind of consciously like taking a month off. I'm like, man, I've been out here like three, four days a week. I'm like, I'm tired of this. Well, you post your schedule and then it, like three more things pop up and you're like, that's not, already inaccurate. Right. Like, why did I do that? I why did like, I make that? Why did I why, said, why so do you post hours. that? Because it's going to change. It does. I don't know. You're minute by minute. to be proactive. When I, you're like, I don't know. It's when like I sometimes started see posting you put them. that out there. It's like, then they start calling you. All right, when I started posting yeah. them, it was a freaking joke. Like, I started doing it as a joke just so I could make up funny, like, tour names, <laughs> you oh, know? Oh, yes. So I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, Damn, I the full of pop percussion my veins tour. <laughs> like, you know, like. Were, it was some good stuff. Like, it was, I was like stupid shit. And I, this, but, I did it for fun. I just did it for fun in the beginning. it became its own animal. But now there's like, and now I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna chill the hell out for a month and uh, and so recollect and you. figure everything yeah. out because it's a grind. I really, I really want to keep polishing uh, the bits that I've been working on because like they, they really, um, I'm getting like a solid cohesive like amount of of time, yeah. you know. So I'm like really, I'm really good. I'm happy with that, and I like being able to interchange bits. And if I don't want to do the white claw bit, I don't have to do the white claw bit. That is a good feeling. You know, if I if I don't want to do 
um, hot guy. No, I don't have to do that anymore unless I really yeah. want to do it. So, and then also like working into it, the downriver stuff that I worked on in the class. Um, and then I also worked on that in, uh, uh, Mike Green and Mike Larry's classes. Mike Larry's class, I cleaned it up a lot. Yeah. Like I had to do a completely clean set and not swear. And I didn't, I didn't, I did good. I did good. So I'm like, that's, 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 that's a good thing for me. That's something that you that don't have to worry about, but that's something that I have to worry about. No, I don't know what, like, I think I don't know what constitutes as clean. Cause I do have some, well, like usually clean is like, you're not swearing at all. I got that. I'm and wrong. it's not really like sexually related. I feel like your grandmother bit is definitely clean. Definitely. Ooh. It's a little, it's a little risque, but I think it's definitely well, like I clean. do the dick pics. Oh, and, that one too. Yeah. Um, so that's the only, yeah. But and I, I don't, haven't been using I really that. don't think that's too dirty too either. So. Yeah. I don't think it is either. It's not like graphic in any way. Yeah. And it's kind of like a tongue in cheek yeah. thing. And you got to walk that line. Yeah. Got to walk that line. Yeah. It's tricky. It's, it's, <laughs> it's tricky to tell I mean, a joke. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the guy who likes to go and sit and watch, but I know you guys got to walk that line. All of it. All of it's really I tricky. I talk to her about that all the time. Steph, you got to walk that line. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. Because so certain hard places you can't go this way or you can't go that way. Well, I didn't know there were certain clubs that didn't want you to do certain types of yeah. things, which I'm just learning can't about. Can't do the MFers at certain places for like, sure. That's one thing. Yeah. yeah but you know what it's it is what it is like every place is different and like i mean like if if one bit is too dirty for one place then it might not be so dirty for another place it just happened you know it just happens but um totally i really appreciate you coming this was you. really really fun i love you so much too like this was honestly fun. this I forget that we're recording and i'm like i know i'm like out. we're just talking <laughs> we're just hanging i've become a penny rooney fan i'm a fan of you i have You've got become a great i have voice. not <laughs> It's my gift. It's, it's my, my gift. gift. I don't have the gift of comedy. <laughs> it's my gift. I don't know. Yeah. You've been pretty funny. Yeah. I try. Those, those she rubs off on me. <laughs> Our oldest son, he's got her knack for it. And oh, my God. He he's came got up with his timing. own slogan the other night. He's got that timing. I got to record. Booty I told time. Him. <laughs> oh, no. Booty time. It's what time is it? Booty time. Amazing. You're I'm going to make it a drop for the like show. Like I said, he's obsessed with twerking, so you that's why. You can't be surprised. Yeah, I know. When he's like, hey, mom, I'm going to do Santa. Oh, God. No, I think he's he'll already, go. I want to take him to go as he's soon already as he's got old a enough for the class. Absolutely. Yeah. They have yeah. great. They have he's great got a shout nickname Shout out Go now. Comedy. Yeah, shout out He's got comedy. a nickname. What? The Downriver Dude. Oh, the Downriver <laughs> Dude. Yeah, he's like. And he calls me the Downriver Diva now. It's so weird. And I'm like, stop doing that. That's stop. so cute. That on, the nights, on the nights when she has shows, he's like, is mom going to be the Downriver Diva tonight? I'm like, yes, she's going to be the Downriver Diva tonight. Because I was going to quit That's comedy so one night and he heard me say it to Ben. <laughs> ben she was, was frustrating like, her. She was getting off her frustrations and he heard it. And he goes, yeah. no, mom's not going to be the Downriver Diva no more. Oh. Yes, she's going to be the Don River Diva. Mama's just upset. I'm only right now. doing comedy, so my kid's not upset. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, to be honest. But I mean, anyway, thank you guys all for listening, and uh, thank you again, Patty, for coming out. Um, make sure you check out her monthly show at Go Comedy, Big Fun Murder. It is a fun time, and it's a different show every time you go. So if you like murder mystery and you like to laugh, get your ass out there and check it out. And um, as always, uh, also keep an eye on Patty Rooney because uh, she's be she's out here in these streets. She's doing these open mics, and she's doing all these shows. So keep an eye out for her everywhere you go. Um, also, thank you all for coming out to Diva Cup 3. Um, Love Stinks. That was so much fun. Uh, we had the campiest, funnest, like, craziest time um so many people in the audience uh we are going to be doing the next one again uh now at parson labor bar on april the it's 8th coming home <laughs> sit down river all right thank you ben um but april the 8th uh and uh we're tentatively scheduled uh parts and labor 8 to uh 10 p.m for the show ten dollars at the door um i'll probably be throwing up an eventbrite uh special sale for um cheaper tickets so uh, make sure you check that out and um always thank you for listening to sanctioned by stephanie i appreciate all of you thank you and good night bye